praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with a trumpet sound. Praise Him with the lute and the harp. Praise Him with tambourine and dance. Praise Him with strings and pipe. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Praise Him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. What a resounding finish to the book of Psalms. It's Psalm 150. It, it finishes the canon of the Psalms. It, it's, the, it's, the, it's the exclamation mark. It, it's the full stop at the end of an incredible, incredible series of Psalms and poems and songs and writings from so many authors. What, what a month this has been in the Psalms. We want to finish with a bang, just like the book finishes with Psalm 150. Why don't you just quietly take a seat? The guys are going to stay on stage. I want, to, I want to share some things about praise. It's the power to praise. You see, there's power in praising. That's why so many of the Psalms, even if they're lamentations, you know, sorrowful Psalms, like Rose shared last week, that was brilliant. I got so much out of that too, to actually lament before God, not other people. It's a great message. But even some of those Psalms that are lamenting Psalms, you know, sorrowful Psalms, they so many times they turn around and at the end of it God, God David has or somebody has discovered a freshness and a life and they, they end up praising God in the midst of sorrow Psalm 150 is, is an instruction right up the front it says, it says praise the Lord have you noticed that that's an instruction like do it praise the Lord it's a command and that word praise means, it actually means to shine. The original word is, is to shine and be seen. Almost to the point of being laughable. It's, it's like, it's almost to the ridiculous end. It's almost to a foolish end. And so you see, you see praise as almost to the point of extravagance. That God wants us to shine out. Now we're used to praising. We, we are wired to praise. We do it all the time. I mean, who, who watched Glenn Maxwell score 200 runs in one of those World Cups recently? Did you hear about that? If, if you're at a workplace, you know that's the, that's the chat, isn't it, when you come to work? It's like, did you see that last night? How awesome was Australia? That's actually praise. How cool was that? We praise things all the time. We praise their musicians, you know. There's some singer coming to Australia next year. Oh, she's in Melbourne, I think. We praise, we praise people. We praise them for what they do. And did you see that tennis? Did you see that cricket? Did you, did you hear about this thing? We praise coffee shops. Man, I go to the greatest. you got to try this one. This barista is... You heard that? It's praise. I went to this amazing restaurant. Oh, man. Just the food was, it's praise. We, we, it's something in us that wants to kind of tell out something that we've experienced that's good. But actually, praise the Lord. 
is what we're really hardwired to do. We're really hardwired to give glory to another. Sin comes in and distorts it and we try to twist that for ourselves. And so you find people in our world wanting to lift themselves up. And that's pretty painful after a while, isn't it? When you hang around somebody who's self-absorbed and it's like, you know, let's talk about something else. But, but we're actually designed to lift others up, especially our Creator. That's what it means. Praise the Lord. It's actually a sacrifice. There's some times in the Bible where you think, oh, I wouldn't be praising right then. Like, do you know the story of Paul in a prison cell in Acts 16? Yeah, they were, they were mobbed. The crowd attacked them and the magistrates tore garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. Anyone experienced that? Or did you just have a tough week? And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jail to keep them safely. And having received his order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. Anyone been there? Maybe just a little bit more light, guys, at the back. I can't see people. You see, Paul, in this ridiculous situation, physically beaten, thrown into an inner prison, chained up the next verse about midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God that was astonishing in the, in the worst I mean I'd be complaining this is so unfair this is so unjust I mean, why, why'd I have to be chained up we, we would just go to complain mode I bet not Paul he's a worshipper and he lifts up his voice and there's an amazing thing happened. You know, I won't go there. But suddenly he brings praise into the middle of that prison cell. And it's not just Paul. I mean, every, every major person in the Scriptures is a worshipper. Moses, Psalms of praise. David, obviously, wrote so many of the Psalms. They, they just found, even in tough times, they found the ability to praise. How, how are you at that? How am I at that? pretty rubbish most of the time we just complain but something happens the Bible calls it a sacrifice of praise it means that oh, I'm going to have to decide to do it I'm going to step into something and do something I reckon the sacrificial act of praising God makes you a more positive person just, just like the act of giving sacrificially makes you a more generous person I think that the act of a praising person makes you a positive person. Because you can't, you can't walk around praising God and then be grumpy at people. I reckon this is a real secret to, to transforming maybe the way we treat other people. So I want to take you through four things in this psalm. If, if you kind of want to change the way that you're wired, if you want to just break out of some circumstances and and try and, and kind of lean into the power of praise lean in a bit there's some keys in the psalm the first thing the psalm has talked about is, is the where where do you praise God where this is verse verse 1 it says praise 
the Lord, praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. That's, that's everywhere. Back here in these days, the sanctuary of God was the temple. We come and you worship God. He lived in a temple. That, that's no more. It's finished. Jesus, when Jesus left the temple, it's gone. The temple's finished. What we now have in John 4, Jesus says, you can praise God in spirit and truth anywhere. It doesn't matter what mountain you're on or where you are. You, you praise God in His sanctuary, His dwelling place, which is in us. You can praise God anywhere. In fact, praise Him in His mighty heavens. Like wherever you happen to be under His heavens, praise God. Wherever. It doesn't, you don't have to come to church to praise God. It's good. It's fun together, even without a screen. But you can do it anywhere. Anywhere. Mighty heavens. You know, one of the greatest places you can praise God is just in your own home as you wake up. Praise God. It doesn't matter. As you're walking down the street, praise God. As you're driving in your car, praise God. It, it will transform you. You don't have to be in a, a certain place and time. We're not living under that old rule here anymore. We're living in New Testament era. Praise God. What for? Why, why would you praise God? What's the trigger that you need to praise God for? Well, verse 2 says this. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Right there. Just praise Him for what He does and praise Him for who He is. And right there, you, you can just dwell on something. Just pick an attribute of God, like God is all-powerful. Man, and just let your imagination work on that. Man, He's powerful. I mean, He just made everything. I mean, He invented the universe. I mean, He invented trees. He invented us. I mean, He made everything in me. He made like body systems and like the fact that I can eat food and stay alive. And He invented just life and culture and languages. I mean, how many... So you can just start using your imagination to praise God. How much has God done? And, and who He is. He's a God of beauty. Praise His beauty. Praise His, His magnificence. His glory. And you can start just to get lost in your mind about His glory and His majesty and He's in control, and, and you can just start. Now, these are just ideas, right? You don't have to think too hard before you can find something to praise God for. Just praise Him, even, even for the things around you. But you see, sometimes we think when things aren't going so well, we can't praise God. So don't let the circumstances stop your praise. I found if you always praise God for who He is and what He's done, You'll never run out of material, right? If you're having a bad time and you want to praise God for His activity in your life, then maybe you run short sometimes because you, you might be clouded and you don't see it. But praise God for who He is. You might be in the darkest pit and suddenly you lift it out and you find your spirit lift up because you've just started to praise God for everything. So you praise God everywhere and you praise God for everything. What do you praise God with is verse 3. 
I like this one. Praise Him with the trumpet sound. Praise Him with the lutes and the harp. Praise Him with the tambourine and dance. Where's the tambourine? Where's Rosemary? Close. I tend not to have too many tambourines in this church. Praise Him with, with dancing. Symbols. Sounding symbols. Loud, clashing symbols. Yeah, Johnny, that wasn't loud. Loud, clashing symbols. Yeah. Now I know these, these instruments have Old Testament significance. And this, this, is, this is not trying to say that these are the only instruments you should ever use in church. You know, it's bad theology. It's just whatever you've got, grab it, use it to praise God with the electric guitar. Praise God with whatever you have. In fact, praise God with my whole being. Like, just make yourself an instrument of praise with your mouth. Praise God with the actions of what you do. You see, just praising God. But, but there is something here. There is something about song. Sharon, <laughs> not only does it win your hard quiz, but it also lifts your spirit. Song. Sometimes I just, I just put on some worship music. If I can't find it, or for me, I, I can sit at a piano and find that thing. But maybe, maybe you just put on some earphones and go for a walk. And let, let the music rise up. Music really does. David found that gift of music. He'd soothe people's anger. He'd dis disarm situations just through his music. Grab some music. Get into some worship. And who? Who should praise? Well, verse 6. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. I think that includes you and me. Let everything that has breath. Now, I reckon birds do this. I reckon my dog does it. I reckon everything that has breath, they, they, they're wired. They know the Creator. They, they, they make their noise. They're calling out. The Bible says the rocks will cry out if we don't. Someone's got to praise. Something's got to lift. Something's got to shift. He says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It'll do something for you. It shifts something. It transforms you. Here's some really practical things before we wrap up. you got to find a time and a place to praise God. Like any habit, you know, if, if you want to run a marathon, you got to find a time and a place to practice, to rehearse. Hey, Zach. If you want to do anything and shift something, you, you have to wire it in. You have to build it in. You have to pack the habit. Find yourself in a place that is good for praise. To get you into the zone. For me, I'm I am drawn outside in the morning. I see I see a sun sunrise. I, I gotta be out. I want to be outside. I find the morning light. I just 
it lifts my spirit. Or a sunset. I, I want to be outside. I want to experience that. I want to be in nature. I want to be in a, in a bushland or a walk. Or something shifts, doesn't it? When, you, when you're in that environment, I want, I want to have a view. I want to see trees. I want to smell eucalyptus. What, what is it for you that just lifts your spirit? Just is it in a, in a music setting? Is it, is, it, is it running, you know? Eric Liddell. What is it? Where, where is it for you that you just come alive or find that place and come alive and start praising in that spot to kickstart the sacrifice of praise? And then you'll find it'll just come more naturally in the tough times. So practice in the good times. Practice when it's tough. Practice when you really don't want to. <laughs> Practice when everything's gone south. Practice when you've lost your job. Practice when you're out of money. Practice when the pressure comes on you. Praise is not dependent on your circumstance because God is a good God. And so you can, you can praise in the middle of any situation. And in fact, you'll find the power of praise more significant when you do it, when you don't want it. When everything in you wants to just be grumpy and complain, you'll find in that situation, man, I, I'm just going to step into that space. You will find something shift on the inside. You'll find the power of praise. It works. And then you'll get a clear head. And then you get God's perspective on it. And then you can look at your circumstances and you can start to see it with God's eyes through the eyes of love and power. I tell you, this, this is so powerful. It's, it's why David was such a success because he continually praised God. He praised God and he's shepherding. He praised God when it was going south. He praised God when it was going good. There's so much here for us. It's a discipline and a sacrifice. But it'll help you. And in a strange way, God loves it. Now hear me right here. God is not looking for our praise to feel good about Himself. God's pretty okay with Himself, right? Like he says, I am who I am. I'm, I'm very, very content. God, God is it's not like, a, not like a, a power-hungry king who needs everybody to look after Him. That's not God. God is humble. In fact, He came as a person incognito. God doesn't, Jesus doesn't need our praise. But, but there is a power that comes to us and to God when we praise. He's not lacking anything. But there's a shift happening. It's good for us, but it's also good for the kingdom. And you'll find that in when God comes to make all things new, you find every people, every group, every nation, tribe, and tongue around the throne of God. What are they going to be doing? <laughs> We're going to be praising. There's going to be a party. There's going to be song. There's going to be worship. So why don't we start right now? Why don't you stand? Why don't you start? Why don't you start 
wherever you are, whatever situation you're in, why don't you start just praising God for something? Just pick one thing and call it out. Call it out, God, I praise you that you are an all-powerful God. I praise you, God, for your creation. Just speak it out. Speak it. Open up your mouth. Open up your lips. I praise you, God, that you are a powerful, almighty God. I praise you, God, that you are full of life. I praise you, God, that there's freedom in your presence. I praise you, God, that you are creative and continue to create and continue to make things and continue to be over all things, to be completely in charge, completely safe, completely secure. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Even pray in the Spirit. That will help you kind of kickstart something. Praise and call it out. And, and practice here what you're going to take home with you during the week. Holy Spirit, come. Thank you, Jesus. Something well up on the inside. Something filled you here this morning. Holy Spirit, come. And I'm praying that if every person would, would get a sense of just opening up their hearts here this morning. We're going to finish with a song. I know the words are challenging, but you don't need to sing the words if you don't know them. But take this moment to praise God. Even if it's not with these same words, take a moment to lift up your heart to God and, and feel the power of the Holy Spirit coming. Thank you, Lord.